0: Hello, fabulous friends, fans, and superstars. Welcome to your horoscope for the week of May 21st, 2023. I am your astrologer, Nadia Shaw. Thank you for being here. It is a remarkable astrological week. Without a doubt, big moves happening in the sky now. And this is truly a special time. We remain in a period where the Grand Fixed Cross is the dominant energy. And I know I've been talking to you about this for a while, especially in light of the fact that astrologically speaking, this grand fixed cross represents one of the more important crescendo moments of 2023 for so many of us out there. It is a turning point marked by frustration and where it is that we are no longer willing to not take action to transform our circumstances or move our lives forward to the best of our ability squares which is part of this grand fixed cross well it involves a series of squares and squares are a type of celestial conversation that denote tension but they also denote action in fact they're seeking resolution through action and squares mean activity means something's taking place when we have a grand cross. It is a larger and more powerful square configuration that is happening with several planets speaking in square and other planets standing across from each other. In this case, with the grand fixed cross, we've got a few key power players in the mix. And so we already had Pluto hanging out at zero degrees for the last couple months. Right now, as we start this week, still at zero degrees of Aquarius a fixed sign, and the other fixed signs are lit up as well, especially since last week when both Jupiter and Mars moved into fixed signs, Taurus and Leo, respectively. The nodes are moving through fixed signs as well in the early degrees of Scorpio with the south node and Taurus with the north node. Late last week, as Mars stepped into Leo, stood across the sky from Pluto with precision. And that opposition remains as we begin this week. It is precise. But what happens now is that the sun gets into the mix and provides supportive energy to both Pluto and Mars. I think this is the first really saving grace moment, if you will, as part of what has been quite an intense sky as the sun at the beginning of the week steps into the sign of gemini kicking off gemini season so happy birthday to all the geminis out there is going to speak in supreme harmony with pluto and then in harmony with mars as well before we get that little bit of a respite well it is going to be on tuesday that mars and jupiter will perfect their square after which the grand fixed cross will start to dissipate Very quickly, in the intensity with which we feel it. And so, when we look at what's happening with the sun stepping into the sign of Gemini, this becomes important for a few reasons. One is the energy of Gemini, in and of itself, is a lot lighter, it is the first air sign of the zodiac, it represents thought and an ease with which we may move through the world of ideas and interactions with each other. It's less invested than a fixed sign might be because it is a mutable sign. It's part of closing off an energy, transitioning from one season into another. That's where the mutable signs lie. But it does so through understanding, through mind, through communication. And this is the sun coming out of Taurus season, Taurus, fixed sign, it's earth, it's grounded, it is embodied. Sometimes that embodiment can feel like a thud, it can feel like it weighs us down. And then we step into this whole other energy that feels so much lighter, so much able to understand not only ourselves, but really each other. And that is because it's able to step back from emotion and feeling and presence and instead go to concepts and notions and is able to engage life with a greater sense of wit and humor as well. And so we have here this energy of the sun speaking in supreme harmony with Pluto right off the bat on Sunday. And this is actually one of my most favorite celestial conversations. When it is that the sun trines Pluto, it represents an awareness that we have of ourselves, a harnessing of our own will, of our own power, a recognition of where it is that we can transform circumstances for the better in some way, and how we can use our own actions, our own focus to Be a facilitator of change from the inside out where a circumstance needs it. Now, whether it is your own life, you're trying to make something happen, or you're trying to contribute to the collective, the way that I see the sun trying Pluto is knocking it out of the park. that's how I like to think of it, because it's one of those moments that inspires action, but also absolute conviction. It inspires us to focus on the outcomes that we desire, but also to understand the root of what's really going on. And this helps us to tap into our own personal power, to own our personal power that much more fully in the process. Now, the fact that on Monday, the sun will speak in harmony with Mars, I'm so encouraged by this because I feel like this is providing that balance, if you will, With Mars in a fire sign in Leo, there's a lot of passion burning, right? That's the most immediate way to understand that. And then here comes a sun in Gemini bringing perspective, bringing a more measured approach, inviting us to not have all of our passions, all of our emotions involved, but to be able to bring enough reason so that we're able to take what we're passionate about and focus it to our advantage. It is the sun now providing support to this turning point energy of Pluto opposite Mars that ends up being this saving grace moment. So consider again Mars square Jupiter. Uh, happening almost simultaneously with the sextile to the sun that's happening with Mars as well. And to me, this represents a sense of exaggeration. Certainly with Jupiter squaring Mars, it can really exaggerate, but also exacerbate that energy of passion, but also heightened confidence as well. It's like when you think about what a measured approach would be, Um, Jupiter square Mars with Mars and Leo, for that matter, is like the exact opposite of what you might conceptualize uh, where it comes to a measured approach. This is way over the top. This is being way overconfident as well, more than perhaps a circumstance might warrant. And yet that sun is in Gemini speaking in harmony with that Mars. And so that becomes the anchor point that allows us to consider the best pathway forward it's great to believe in yourself absolutely hold that but then there's also the performance of belief in ourselves the overperformance of it because we're afraid for people to see just how vulnerable we actually feel there is a difference and if we sit with ourselves and we're honest with ourselves we'll be able to identify it and it's only in being willing to approach and own those most vulnerable parts of ourselves that truly authentic confidence can be found. Squares always ask not just activity, but what that means is work. And sometimes that work means self-reflection. That work means the work it takes to be honest with ourselves. It is there that in that honesty, we might find authentic power That is the promise of the Grand Fixed Cross. It's when we get caught up in the more stubborn aspects of fixed energy that we get in our own way. But here comes that sun in Gemini providing flexibility and some dexterity as well. So that whatever may happen, we don't lose ourselves. But we also know that whatever happens, we can give it our all and know that we'll be okay. On Friday, we've got another really beautiful energy playing out thanks to Venus in Cancer speaking in harmony with Uranus. Now, Uranus is moving through the sign of Taurus as well. We've been feeling that energy since 2018 and will in one way or another experience that energy right into 2026. Now, having said that, Jupiter in Taurus is a one-year transit and it is a different vibration altogether. Jupiter expands whatever sign it moves through. It makes the energy of that sign and the things that that sign is connected to, the areas of life, the attributes of our human experience, well, it magnifies them that much more. Jupiter in Taurus becomes quite, as I said earlier, like a thud. It invites us to really be here, be present And grounded really becomes key. But Uranus is an energy of pure electric thought. It's an energy that leaves the earth behind and instead stays in air, stays in the clouds, never quite connecting. And it is that Uranian energy that invites us to take whatever we understand a particular energy of a sign to be and flip it on its head, turn it around, and revolutionize it in some way. And so Venus is the ruling planet of Taurus. Lots is happening in Venus's home right now, one of her homes. Her other home is the sign of Libra. Big energies here with Jupiter and with Uranus as well. This time she's making that connection With Uranus, that in and of itself invites us to see love differently. But the fact that Uranus is in the sign of Taurus, it invites us to see the materialism of love differently in some way as well, the practicalities around love differently as well. It's an invitation to see what's actually happening and being demonstrated and manifesting with a new lens, but still with a lens of love. Venus really likes being in the sign of cancer. She's able to bring forward that much more care, that much more ease, that much more comfort and beauty and joy as she moves through the sign of cancer. And it is now, as she speaks with Taurus, that what we understand as loving to be, healthy care to be in the context of romantic love, but also in the context of self-love, well, All of that could turn around in an instant for some of us out there. The thing is, though, this energy is one of delight. And that's something I'm really excited about. It's lovely surprises or the opportunity to take an energy and run with it so that we create even more delightful moments in our own lives and the lives of others. Now, sometimes Venus can speak to prosperity, our understanding of abundance It can speak to style, certainly, and the ways in which we enjoy the earthly incarnation and the ways that we celebrate our own unique beauty with a connection and a harmonious connection to Uranus. The celebration of the unique beauty is amplified that much more with the emphasis on the unique and where it is we're able to recognize beauty within ourselves, no matter how unique we've been told it is, well, That becomes something to truly celebrate with that much more of a pure heart. It becomes a way to give ourselves the nurturing and care that we really desire. Now, next week is when the North Node and Jupiter will meet in the sky. This happens once a decade. It is a hugely important celestial event. So you want to embrace it. Set the stage now. Uh, What I like to say when working with the nodes is be busy do whatever it is that you feel called to do, uh, strive to meet people. And it's really about working with the universe to provide pathways from which these new people, places, things, situations might find us. That sense of being open to the pathways, that should actually start now on the lead up to this energy. Although as we get closer, especially next week when it perfects, of course, it will be that much more dominant. But Those pathways open right now, and sometimes it may take a while to see how it is that as a result of the people we connected with now, greater opportunities opened up to us. Jupiter, six years from now, will oppose the conjunction point that takes place next week. And yet, we will be able to, at some point in our future, trace back some fortunate set of circumstances where the seed moment happened at an important activation of the nodes. And so, as I said, the nodes of the moon, most widely used, but all planets have nodes. Uh, The nodes represent important moments as part of the pathway that a particular planet might travel. And the nodes of the moon change signs every year and a half or so. Taking about 19 years for the North Node to go all the way around the Zodiac. However, there are other nodes that are much more constant, in particular, the nodes of Pluto. And so the South Node of Pluto is always found in the sign of Capricorn. The North Node of Pluto is always found in the sign of Cancer. And in an interview I did recently with Dustin Cormier, who's going to be a speaker as the May Speaker series at Synchronicity University uh, coming up very soon. He was sharing how the North Node being in Cancer speaks to how the Cancer vibration is here to heal the world. As much as we look at the energy of Pluto as this heavy and uh, an energy that has us facing some very deep, very dark, and challenging emotion, which is one part of Pluto. It's also very often what's required if we're really going to heal, if we're really going to address the wounds of the past so that we can be free of their power over us. Well, yes, sometimes we have to allow ourselves to feel it, but it's on the other side that we then become stewards. We help other people feel whatever it is that they need to feel, but we don't take it on. We don't take it personally. We don't make it our own. We allow people to have their process and at times we may stand as witness, at times we may stand as a facilitator of sorts. We may be that person that's rowing the boat through the river Styx as a person goes through a challenging time and yet on the other side of one person's challenging time, well, we may find new things about ourselves that help us to feel that much more healed simply by standing in witness. Cancer vibration is here to heal the world. It is Venus in Cancer that brings a gentle and that much more loving and all-encompassing approach to that healing. With Uranus sextile that Venus right now, the potential, the promise of big breakthroughs that ultimately allow us to love that much more fully ourselves and each other. Well, that is the promise of the healing that could occur now in an instant. What I love about this week for us, there's so much here. It's a valuable and meaningful astrological moment. Well, you know, I love the sun trine Pluto. That's one of my most favorite energies because it is about harnessing the power of the will and using it with focus and intent. It is that energy that represents an ability to become unstoppable, but we do need to take a moment to ensure that where it is and how it is we don't want to be stopped. Well, to make sure we're not wanting to be stopped on something that's actually worth moving towards. That's the point of clarity of intention. And the sun certainly does provide clarity now. It is an important moment, uh, sort of this crescendo we're in the middle of, and it's the frustration that we're able to translate into motivation that also gives way to the momentum that the sun is promising at this time. Yes, we'll take action in support of the direction we desire to go, but we also have a clarity of mind now, uh, a clarity of intent And that, in turn, ensures that our actions are that much more bold, that much more clear, but that much more successful as well. Well, thank you so much for watching. What do you love about this week? Let me know in the comments below. I love reading you guys. And to prove it to you, here are some of my most recent favorite comments. Thank you to everybody who likes, who comments, who subscribes, who shares, who thumbs up. All of it means so much. I'm so grateful for you. And of course, if you want to know how all this wonderful stuff this week speaks to you in your sign, log on to NadiaShawSuperstars.com, where you get expanded exclusive video scopes each and every week for each and every sign for as low as just $3 a month. We choose your membership rate. Higher tiers get you things like all access passes to, synchronicity university events, consultations with me, and so much more. All of this in the superstar space at NadiaShawSuperstars.com. Links are in the description below. And if you aren't already, please follow me on social media, including Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, which I've just very slowly really getting into, but not that much, but I will. And I love your support. Uh, and the reason I say that is because this week, lots of new things are launching there in the works. And I'm really excited to share so much new stuff with you. I hope you absolutely love it. And there will be a giveaway or two as well. And so join me on social media. All those links are in the description below as well. Synchronicity University has some incredible classes underway right now as we speak and single classes are now available. We have got my own classes back to our roots looking at natal chart reading based on my first book Astrology Realized. We have got my amazing friend Ursula Stocker on Jung and Astrology. Now this class is offered in English but also our very first class offered In Spanish, as well, is underway. Single classes are available for that. And of course, our speaker series is underway at the moment. Earlier, we had Helene Ceriso. She was teaching on the Venus retrograde season that's coming up. It's going to define a lot of 2023 for a lot of us out there as well. Next month, Venus will go into shadow. So there's so much to look forward to there. Now, next week, we have our big dog. This is Melissa Sonova, best-selling author of Kitchen Table Tarot and Kitchen Table Magic. Now, Melissa is offering her previous courses at SynchronicityUniversity.com right now as well for a very limited time. And you can sign up for her individual class as well. And there you'll learn all the things that Melissa puts into place. So that you can be ready for that moment of a reading. It's going to be a really rewarding class. And then finally, we will close off the May speaker series for this May and for this month and for this year. Well, that is happening with Dustin Cormier, my fellow Canadian, and he's going to be teaching the friend enemy technique, uh, which is rooted in Vedic astrology. And he really knows his stuff. And I hope that you'll join him. I think you'll get so much out of that class. And so again, you can join my class, Ursula's class, and all these incredible speakers. Uh, You can download instant previous classes, but also join us for live classes coming up soon. All at SynchronicityUniversity.com. Links are in the description below. And thank you. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your trust. Of course, you may notice the background is different because I'm home now and I came home uh, to surprise my mom for Mother's Day. It was very sweet. You can see video of that uh, on my social media as well. Um, As soon as I came home, I had to very quickly uh, because I promised to. As soon as I arrived, I got a call and said, hey, a friend of mine that I made in Ecuador said somebody is coming to toronto needs help translating Uh, would i be that person i said sure if they could have patience with my spanish i will be that person so i decided to help out to you know for the good karma and all of that and the friendship and everything and so i ended up at this event uh, that was actually a part of the tourism board of ecuador and i met the ambassador To Canada from Ecuador. And it was all really very exciting. Uh, I'm going to share a little video because I have this thing I do when I film is that I make this face because it's a lot of fun. And while I was making the face, I realized, like, oh, this is the Ecuadorian ambassador to Canada. This may not be appropriate to make this face right now. But I'm glad I had a chance to create some good karma. It was close to Michael Barwick and where he is. So he came out to meet me as well. And I loved getting my hug in with him. Now, what happened was when I was on my Uber or in my Uber, I should say, heading home, I could literally feel something shifting inside of me. And I was whatsapping my mom and saying, Mom, can you get some chicken noodle soup ready for me, please? I am not feeling well. And by the time I got home, I just knew that uh, something, something was afoot, put it that way. And then I spent a couple of days in bed. <laughs> and so I am so, so sorry about the delay. The Jupiter special horoscopes are almost done. Thank you to the superstars for your patience and your love and your positive energy uh, with me as well. Uh, at Synchronicity University, the class I taught earlier this week. Uh, the students were so patient with me as well. I was hopped up on goofballs, as I like to call it. It's DayQuil. DayQuil is goofballs. <laughs> I was hopped up on them, uh, but they were just lovely. And so thank you. Thank you for just uh, your patience with my humanness at times. Uh, I love what I do. I love uh, being some part of your sacred journey. I know that it is a privilege and I'm so, so very grateful for it. So thank you. And thank you again for watching. I truly appreciate it. I'm so excited about this week ahead. I'm really excited about what's coming up the week after with Jupiter conjunct the North Node. Make the most of it. I posted a video uh, here on my YouTube channel, a short video about Jupiter through the signs. So basically, Jupiter in Taurus for your sign. Uh, well, that'll tell you something about where that Jupiter North Node conjunction may show up for you. And so action working with the universe is a powerful way to make the most of the transits and the celestial conversations of which we are a part thank you again for watching it'll be a great week enjoy welcome to the exciting rebirth of superstar featuring choose your membership rate as low as just three dollars a month At Superstar, you get expanded exclusive video scopes each and every week, unlimited access to special horoscopes, class passes for Synchronicity University, consultations with me, and so much more. All of this in the Superstar space. I look forward to meeting you there.